0: انا اقول ان هذا ما انزل الله سلطان وانما اريدكم ومن الله وبعض
1: to bring a narration from a Muslim. Oh, the قَالَ oh,
0: That
1: a man came to the messengers, and you know, Abu Qatada was listening. He said, O oh Messenger of Allah, what do you say about fasting on the day of a Monday? Any fasting on a Monday, what do you say about that?
0: <laughs> he
1: didn't say to him, it's mustahab or mushroor, it's legislated or it's preferable. Look what Rasulullah said to that man. And it's in Sahih Muslim, this hadith. If you look at the the answer he gave, it answers his question and it gives him more. So look at the, the answer and the wisdom behind the Rasul's
0: answer.
1: So what do you say regarding fasting on a Monday?
0: He said, That is the
1: day that I was born on. Yani, I was born on that day. And the Quran was
0: revealed to me
1: on that day. So, what is the meaning of that statement?
0: It's like
1: he's saying, what, How can you ask me about fasting this day? And Allah created me on this day. And revealed the wahi, the revelation to me on this day.
0: That it is
1: something which is, he prefers something good that you fast on this day. Thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That He created him on that day. And not only that, he revealed the revelation to him on that day. So it is something which is preferable that one fast on this day. This is how he said to to him, It's the day that I was born in it and also the day that uh, uh, the uh, revelation was, was sent down to me. So it's as if he's encouraging him to fast. So if we look at, for example, another example example of uh, fasting, Ashura, the Jews used to take that day as if it was their celebration. And we know that it used to be an obligation before fasting Ramadan became obligatory that it was an obligation to fast Allah
0: Ashura. For Allah
1: Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, He obligated upon the Muslims before the obligation of fasting Ramadan to fast Ashura. <laughs> also in some of the narrations, the Prophet when he migrated from Mecca to Medina, he saw some of the Jews celebrating this day of Ashura. And they were fasting on this day. So he asked them about it. They said, this is the day that Allah saved Musa alayhi salam and his people from Fir'aun and his people. So we fasted as a, uh, as being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa
0: ta'ala.
1: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he saved Musa and his people from Fir'aun and his army. <coughs> so the Prophet said to them, we have more right to Musa than you.
0: <coughs> so he fasted it
1: and he ordered that it be fasted. <coughs> Until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the month of fasting Ramadan. Month that the Quran was
0: revealed.
1: Uh, as we say, whoever uh, witnesses the month that let him fast, the When the obligation to fast in Ramadan came, those who uh, wanted to fast or wish to fast Ashura uh, 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 they fasted and those who did have to follow the foundations of the so it was an obligation after that
0: because the uh,
1: obligation to fast Ashura uh, uh, and became only preferable after that
0: and became only preferable
1: So why did Rasulullah fast that day? The day that even the Jews were fasting. And he differed with them, subhanAllah, by fasting. The day, he said, if I were to live uh, uh, the year after, I would fast the uh, the day after. Which is, uh, 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 sorry, the day before or the day after.
0: And Uncle Allah Mulsa. Left. 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 Right. Right. So
1: Shaykh al bahram said the reason why we are mentioning this Good. is that also we have been given this bab. If what he mentioned, mentioned about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. instead of celebrating his birthday and doing a Bid'ah, then fast on that day, the day that he was born. Feel
0: this weird?
1: He said, now I ask you, those people who celebrate this the Prophet's birthday, which we know, it is not from good, it is not from a good in anything, and it's not a good that is Known to be good because we said good is what the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba would rush to do. So we know they didn't do that. So it's not a good that can be established in the Deen. <laughs> He said, Most of the Muslims, unfortunately, you won't find them fasting on Monday. But most of the Muslims, they celebrate the Prophet's birthday. Every year,
0: once.
1: Isn't this you know, an upside down of the reality of what it should be? And yeah,
0: he's
1: turning the reality upside down. Isn't that the case? So is it, we can say that in reality most of the Muslims who, they don't fast on a Monday. So in reality most of the Muslims don't really celebrate that day. The day where he was born. In reality. But... Most of the Muslims they celebrate his birthday once a year as in opposition to the Sunnah of Rasulullah, sunnah, in opposition to the way of the Sahaba. And it is the same what, what is said to the Jews, we say to those Muslims who are uh, most of the Muslims who celebrate his prophet's, the, the Prophet's birthday, we say to them. أَدْنَى Do you choose to follow the, that which is the lower, and that which is the better? I mean, the thing that is degraded, and you don't choose to follow that which is better, meaning the sunnah of Rasulullah But If you truly want to celebrate uh, uh, his, his birth, then fast on the Monday. Celebrate like that. Just, uh, just as Rasulullah mentioned to this man, who came to him and said, uh, uh, can we fast on a Monday? He said, uh, how, يعني, how can you not? Or something uh, to that effect, sh- يعني, encouraging him. He said, that's the day I was bo- I was born. I was created. And that's the day that uh, uh, the revelation was revealed to me. Encouraging him to do that, to fast on that day. <inaudible> yeah. Allah, subhanAllah, the ilm of the shaykh and the faham is great, mashallah, How sharp he is in, the, in this affair. <inaudible> <inaudible> So we come to those people who fast on Mondays And they are very, very few Do they know the wisdom regarding its legislation? Any fasting on a Monday? Many of them don't so, these people, these so called scholars who go around calling the people celebrate the Prophet's birthday, celebrate the Prophet's birthday, why don't they give the wisdom behind this great day, the day that Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was born in? And give them something that is <laughs> I mean, you know, agreed upon, than something that is innovation.
0: <laughs>
1: and that this fasting on a Monday is really the uh, 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 the celebration that is legislated. In following the ibadah of Rasulullah.
0: <laughs> يعني
1: following the example of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. والله, he said Allah spoke the truth when he said to the Jews، do you choose to uh, 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 choose that thing which is degraded and that rather than choose that thing which is better؟ <laughs> And the Prophet spoke the truth when he said, you will truly follow the, the way of those who came before you. And he said to them, who do you mean? The Jews and the Christians? He said, who else? You will follow them shibram bi Handspan by handspan. Wa And you will follow them arm's length by arm's length. Exactly you will choose to follow the, the Jews and the Christians. Even if they were to go into a lizard hole, you you would follow them in that.
0: And
1: there's another narration, even if one of them was to... Uh, have relations with his mother in the middle of the streets, they would follow them in that. Audhu billah. In another authentic narration. Even if that was to be, you would still follow them in that. And look at the Muslim nowadays, following the Jews and the Christians. They have uh, Christmas, we want Christmas as well. We want Muhammadmas, or whatever they call it. We want also the Prophet's birthday. They have that, They have, we want. They have, we want. They have. The deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is complete. What can you add to that which is complete? The Jews chose that which is lower. They chose that which is of lower benefit than that which is greater. That which is greater is the sunnah of of their Prophet that came to them. The tawhid of their Prophet that came to them. They chose not to follow that. So likewise the Muslims nowadays, unfortunately, they have turn away from the sunnah of
0: rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam nahnu kadhalika so it
1: become clear to you, he says, uh, this celebration of Prophet's birthday which people do today, there is no asal in it. There's no asal, no foundation that can be traced back to say it is allowed to follow it. I just want to read to you uh, 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 from this book called Ahkam uh, or Qamos al-Bid'a Dictionary of Innovations and it is uh, compiled from the books of Sheikh al-Mahimullah from his statements regarding innovation and I'll just read to you a few statements uh, because many of the innovators they bring lots of shubuhat lots of doubts to allow bid'a from it they bring a statement of I- Ibn Abi al-Izz which says that bid'ah is of five types And he's talking about the language. He's not talking about the deen. He's talking about the lughah. In the language, five types. And he brings sunnah, and, uh, 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 that which is mustahab, that which is uh, 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 makrooh, that which is... But he's not talking about the deen. And uh, even if he was to talk about the deen, then he has been refuted by Imam al-Shatabi in his i'tisam. He said that these categories are incorrect. These categories to say it like that is incorrect. So how can we bring mere opinion of of uh, of somebody who has made a mistake in this affair and say that it is allowed to bring bid'ah. When we have statements of the Rasul Wasallam, statements of sahaba, tabi'een and tabi-tabi'een, all of them refuting that which is new. And I'll give you an example. At the time of, uh, uh, one of the companions, I think it was Abdullah ibn Omar he heard somebody a sneeze. when he sneezes, Alhamdulillah, and then he added something to the to, to, to the praise. He says, Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu al-rasulullah. Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu said, and I say, wassalatu wassalamu al-rasulullah. But this is not how Rasulullah wasallam taught us. I say that. I say in general, salah and salam upon Rasulullah. But this is not how Rasulullah wasallam taught us. This is not how Rasulullah wasallam taught us. So Yani, after we still say, Alhamdulillah, it's enough for you to follow the Sunnah of Rasulullah, sallallahu wa sallam, not to add. And uh, one of the doubts that Nuhamin and and other than him bring, they say that uh, there were certain times where companions sallam, they made the dhikr uh, in their salah. For example, Sami Allah Ali ibn and they added. And the Rasulullah talk, spoke about the angels, because he said that dua, the angels came down and they ask Allah for forgiveness and so on, because you said that additional du'a or dhikr in the prayer. So he says, look, some of the sahaba, they added things to the dhikr. So, the re- simple reply to that uh, uh, feeble argument, a like feeble, weak argument, is that the, from the sunnah, is that which the Prophet said, that which he did, and also something called takrir, that which he accepted in his time, in his lifetime. So the fact that the Rasul Accepted this from the Sahabi was, is, is also sunnah. So we're not saying this is something which the Sahabi he did with his own so If it was wrong, the Rasulullah have told him it's wrong. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, when he did Ruqya over the man and he read Fatiha, the Prophet when he heard it, he said to him, yudrika What gave, came, gave you knowledge? How did you know that it's Ruqya? So he, the Rasul again, this is taqreer, that he accepted that this is something from the sunnah. This is something which is accepted. If it was not accepted, he would have told him it's not accepted. He would have told him. If it is not accepted, the Prophet would be first and foremost to say this is not legislated. This is something which is because the Rasul doesn't speak of his own accord. Revelation comes down to say that this is allowed. Revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to say this is allowed. So it's not something for anyone to bring from himself. So just to... Uh, from the statements uh, that are from the beautiful statements uh, that is found in his book, we find is <clears throat> as uh, Abu Hatim al-Razi, uh, he says in his risala, "Aslus Sunnah." Beautiful risala, Allah. This is what I like about the ulama; they always bring the the books of the Salaf from the fourth century and down. Yani fourth, third, third, second, and so on and so forth. Look at this beautiful statement. Submit to So Abu Zur'a and Abu Hatim they wrote a book called Asl al-Sunnah. They said we heard from our father. Uh, one of them said we heard from our, I heard from my father Abu Hatim says, I heard from my father Ya'qool saying Alamatu The sign of the innovator, the people of innovation, is that Al-Waqi'atu 'Ahl al-Athar. Is that they insult and they speak bad and they uh, 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 of the people of Athar, the people of Athar the people of narrations. I the ulamah. And this is what we find, uh, these uh, many of the innovators of today, we always find them speaking against Sheikh Ibn Ba'az, and Sheikh Ibn Uthaymi, and Sheikh Al-Bani. Allah. If they are not the people of Athar, who are they? Their books are full of Athar, full of narrations. Sheikh Al-Bani, Allah, checked, mean, the four sunans. Who did that in this century? And he compiled sahih, five, over 5,000 hadith. Authentic. Five thousand hadith daif, clarified it for the ummah, so they don't fall into that. Who's the people of Athar? If it is not them, and if you look at their ulama, which they claim to be ulama, just young, shabab, youths, what have they done for the ummah? What have they done to revive the athar of the salaf? The athar, the statements of the salaf. You will hardly find in them. You will hardly find them st- mentioning statements of the sahaba or, or statements of the salaf as-salih. Hardly. This is the reality. In the da'wah, you will hardly find the people of innovation bringing statements of the Salaf. Hardly. And if they bring you something, it's probably da'if or fabricated. Hardly find them. And on top of that, you find them speaking against the ahl al-athar. Look at the adherence of the sahaba I'll give us another, another example. The adherence of sahaba to the truth. <coughs> the Prophet he allowed hajj tamattu. What does hajj tamattu mean? The hajj where you can uh, uh, join. Yani you, you do your Umrah, you come out of Umrah, and then you go into uh, uh, Hajj. This is He allowed it in his time. Rather, not only he allowed it, but he said, he wished to have done it. He وسلم, wished to have done it. Why? Because he وسلم, was doing the Hajj of uh, 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 Qiram, which is basically bringing the Hadi, bringing the sacrificial animal with him. Huh? So he brought the the sacrifice for him, for, him, for, them to, for him to slaughter it. And the difficulty in that, you know, bringing all those... In fact, Ali brought a hundred camels from Yemen. And the Prophet he slaughtered 63. And some of the scholars say, one for each year of his life. And he gave the rest to Ali Anhu to slaughter. He so I I did all that, with the, all the rest of... On the day of Eid, all of that, with the rest of the legislative things, all of that, and then he prayed Dhuhr. Finished everything by doh. Nowadays, if you finish by sunrise, it's, uh, sunset is a ni'mah. It's a blessing. The Prophet ﷺ said about Hajj tamattu'. when he came to Mecca and he found some of the Sahaba, they didn't have their hadi, they didn't have their sacrificial animal. So he said to them, I order you to shave, meaning come out of Ihram after you've done the Umrah, come out of Ihram and then wait until the 8th of Dhul the Hijjah, then come back into it. So the Prophet ﷺ clearly he encouraged Hajj tamattu'. Huh? And it is in fact, as some of the scholars say, the best of the hajj. Because Aisha, even at the end of hajj, when she didn't do that, she said, they have gone with Umrah and I have not. And I have not. So the Prophet said to her brother, Abdul Rahman, take her to the Miqat for her to bring another Umrah. Because she missed it due to her, what befalls a woman, befalls a woman. So the Prophet loved to have done it. Because he said, that if I had come to know the difficulty of Bring in this sacrificial animal. Then how would have fought twice about the situation? The time of Abu Bakr Siddiq, he did exactly the right, Rasulullah Sallallahu He lived like him, and he died on the same day as the Rasulullah Sallallahu Abu Bakr Siddiq Radhiyallahu Anhu, and he followed the Rasul Sallallahu in doing the Hajj with the Hadi. Hajj with the Hadi, yani with the uh, uh, Hajj Quran they call it. Hajj, we bring in a sacrificial animal. And you know the third type of hajj? Ifrad, eh? This is one sahabi did it in the time of Rasulullah He came all the way from uh, 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 Qasim. The place called Ha'il. Nowadays they call it Ha'il. His name was Uruah. Amr ibn Mudarris. He came all the way from there. When he reached Arafah, they, they had all gone. He reached Muzdali, uh, Then he went to Muzdalif. He passed by Arafah in the night and he reached Muzdalifah Fajr Prayed to Rasulullah and he said, Do I have Hajj? That means he didn't do Umrah before, Hajj, Ifrad. Huh? Do I have Hajj? The Prophet said, Whoever passed by an hour of the night in Arafah and prayed this prayer of us, he will have Hajj. So he was one companion with Rasulullah at that time doing Ifrad. Nowadays you can do any of the three. And the best of them is tamattu. The Prophet did it, did Qiran with the sacrificial animal. Those who didn't have a sacrificial animal amongst the companions, Rasulullah said to them, Allah, I, 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 I order you to come to shave. The sahaba they loved Rasulullah They wanted to do what he did. And they felt a bit uneasy, they didn't want to shave. Because Rasulullah did not shave, so... And it wasn't upon him to shave. Why? Because he's got the sacrificial animal with him. So he stays upon his ihram until the day of Eid, and he shaves. But those who don't have the sacrificial animal... From the from the revelation that re, that he received, وسلم, is that they have to shave their head after Umrah and then wait till the eighth day of the hijab and then come back into Ihram for the, for the complete the rest of the Hajj. The Prophet said, oh, What is wrong with my people? I tell them to to, to shave, I order them with something, and they don't do it. Because Aisha said, what, why, What's wrong with you? And what is the matter? She saw him angry. After that, the sahaba the, the they shaved. And so this is clearly showing that those who don't have the sacrificial animal تم, to come out of ihram and they go back. Time of Abu Bakr he did like Rasulullah wasallam, Brought sacrificial animal, whatever. Time of Abu Khattab he used to forbid people from doing tamattu'ud. This is from his ishtihad. This is from his ishtihad. He used to forbid people from doing tamattu'ud. Until Abu Musa al Ash'ari, anhu, he heard, Amr al Khattab is forbidden people from. Do it, how, how could it be? And Amr al Khattab was the leader at that time, the leader of the Muslims at that time. What did he do? Did he go to the marketplace and say, Oh, look what he's doing, look what he's doing, like the takfiris are doing nowadays? No. Did he go and say, Oh, look, whoever doesn't rule by Allah's law is a disbeliever? Did he say that? What did he do? He followed the sunnah of Rasulullah ﷺ. مَنْ أَرَضَيْنَ سَعْدِيَ سُولْتَانِ فَلَا يُبْدِيَ عَلَى Whoever wishes to uh, advise a ruler, don't do it openly. Rather take him by the hand and advise him. So Abu Musa Sallash Ali Anhu he went to Amr al-Khattab ﷺ, alone. And he said to him, Amr you al know, don't you remember Rasulullah Wasallam? He allowed those to do tamatur, those to do... And he advised him like that. So, it is possible... It is possible for one of the companions to make a mistake in an affair, but when the companions unite, they unite upon deen. And Abu Musa al Ash'ari, his love for the sunnah, love for adherence to follow the haqq, this is why he advised Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa he advised Awan al Khattab in this regard. And this is how the Sahaba were advising each other to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa
0: <laughs>
1: so, Shaykh Al Bani says, if you truly love the Messenger, then you would not be celebrating the Prophet's birthday once a year. If you truly love him, then fast on Monday. Because a man came to him and said, Hadith Sahih Muslim, Ya Rasulullah, is it allowed to fast on a Monday? He says, that's the day I was born. And he created. It's the day that the revelation was revealed to me. Meaning, he's encouraging him to fast. So, Shaykh al Allah is saying, if you truly love the Rasul Sallallahu Wasallam, and you truly want to celebrate his birthday, then fast on Monday. Then fast on Monday. Hadith sahih Muslim, then fast on Monday. If not, then يعني, don't follow this bid'ah, this innovation that the people have invented.
0: وليس ليس من خيره بشديد وانما تصوم في اليوم اثنين وتلاعب السر في ذلك شكرا لله عز وجل على ان خلق نبيك عليه السلام في هذا اليوم وانزل القران والوحي الذي نحن اتدينا به في هذا اليوم اما ان يعرض ما يبنوا سنين عن هذا الصوم وهذا الاحتفال مشروع الى ذاك الاحتفال غير مشروع فهذا قلب للحقائق الشرعيه
1: so as for nowadays, what the people are doing, the, uh, most of the Muslims, unfortunately, who celebrate this, pro- this Prophet's birthday, it's as if they have turned the tables upside down. They celebrate something which is innovated, and they don't even do that which is legislated. Because of the blind following that they follow,
0: of opinions.
1: And the taqleed of the people who came before us, the Jews and the Christians
0: were in a world. Had a who are called the
1: So, anyway, then he goes back to the father, the father who spoke to his son, uh, and he told him that this is an innovation to celebrate this. He said, just because he was strong with you, harsh with you, in fact, you have done something which is far greater. You have actually brought something into the religion which is not part of the religion. So his harshness with you is something which is uh, 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 in its place. Why? Because you have actually brought something that's not in the deen, you have brought it as part of the deen and it is uh, and anyway we close with the statement of Imam Al-Bahari Rahimullah, who died 329 Hijriah وَاحْذَرْ مِنْ صِغَارِ الْمُحْدَثَاتِ and be warned against the small invented matters فإنَّ al الْبِدَعِ تعود حتى تصير كبيرة أو كبارا. for the small innovations it will keep يعني, increasing until it becomes big the people will start with the small bid'ah and eventually they will fall into the much bigger bid'ah, much bigger innovation and every innovation he says which has been invented which has been brought as something new in this nation, in this Muslim nation, it first started as something small, which resembled the truth. It was not truth, it was not haq It only resembled the haqq. مَنْ دَخَلَ <فِيهَا> So the one who entered this bid'ah, he was deceived by it. ثُمَّ لَمْ al الْمَخْرَجْ منها. Then he was not able to come out of it. فَعُظِّمَتْ And so it was glorified. And it was yani raised. This innovation became raised. Wasarat And became part of religion. Yudan Such that the people will practice it. And if the people practice it, فَانْظُرْ رَحِمَكَ الله, He says, So look, may Allah have mercy on you. كُلُّ مَنْ سَمِعْتَ كَلَامَهُ مِنْ أهل زمانك, Look to everyone who you hear this statement from the people of your time. خَاسَتًا فَلَا تأجلن. It said spe- specifically, so don't be hasty. ولا تدخل في شيء منه حتى تسال وتنظر and don't let anything from what they say enter you until you are wary and you look upon what they say هل تكلم فيه احد من اصحاب الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم did anyone of the companions of the messenger a.s. say what he has said او احد من العلماء or one of the scholars say what he has said فان اصبت اثرا عنهم فتمسك به and if you are rewarded with a statement of the narrations of the scholars and the, the, the best of the people, then hold on to it. وَلَا تُجَاوِزُهُ And don't go beyond that with anything. وَلَا عَلَيْهِ فتسقط في النار And don't choose anything other than it, that statement of the salaf, of the companions, and the rasul and, and the tabi tabi'in and the tabi tabi'in. And the tabi'in, don't choose anything other than that, such that you fall into the hellfire. rahimak Allah. And know, may Allah have mercy of you, with you, متبعن, مصدقن, Musliman. That the Islam of a servant will not be perfected until he is a follower. A truthful person, Muslim and submitting to the truth. لَمْ أَصْحَابُ صلى الله عليه وسلم فَقَدْ كَذَّبَهُمْ And whoever claims that anything has left, Yani in, uh, in Islam, something that is in Islam, the Sahaba did not precede us in them, in that, good, then know that they the person who says that, he has belied them. وَكَفَ And it is sufficient for that to be a splitting. And, and also not only that, uh, as spitting away from the companions. And that uh, is sufficient to be a ta'an, a revirement of the companions, to say that you have something which they have not. Just like those who say, we have a, a Mawlid al nabi, the Prophet's birthday, but they didn't do it. Nor the tabi'in, nor the tabi, tabi'in, the Rasul didn't do it. It's as if you have belied the sahaba رضي عنه, فَهُوَ مبتدع So that person is an innovator, misguided, and he misguides mudhil. مُحْدَثٌ فِي Islami مَا لَيْسَ فِيهِ <coughs> <coughs> uh, uh, مُحَدَّثٌ أو مُحْدَثٌ فِي يعني he brought something new into Islam, that which is not in it. And that is in al الْحَنَابِلَةِ of Ibn Abi Ya'la, Volume 2, page 17 to 19. these beautiful statements from Imam Ibn al-Bahari, rahimahullah, from the scholars of the Hanabila. And other than him, from those scholars that we have already mentioned, like the likes of Imam Malik, rahimullah, and the Shafi, Rahimullah, and other than them, clearly, clearly defining that every innovation is misguidance. And we've only used this take from Sheikh Al-Ba'ullah to clearly show you that his statement is in line with the people of the past who came before us. In line with the Sahaba, the Tabi, Tabi'een,